0: This is the Florida Files with Mike Reeves. Joining Mike's special guest, Florida attorney Frank Miller. This season, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis squares off with a mouse.
1: Start the clock. Florida state house votes today to possibly eliminate the Weedy Creek Improvement District. And now Republicans are so angry at Disney's opposition to their bigoted law that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is moving to retaliate. We will never, ever surrender
0: to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. The rest don't like him, but it sure does get my business. He stands up for what he believes
1: don't come down here trying to change things. We're doing all right in the Sunshine
0: State. Stay out of our
1: business, leave our club alone. Down in Sweet Florida. Sweet Florida by the Van Zants Florida. with the current lead singer, Leonard Skinner, and a founding member of 38 Special. They wrote it for Ron DeSantis back in 2022. When he was running for re-election, Hey, it's Mike Reeves here. I host a morning show on 999FM, a news talk conservative station serving Florida's nature coast just north of Tampa. When the governor won by a landslide, the buzz for DeSantis for president got really loud, and he became less of an appeal to everyone governor and more of an appeal to the base guy. He was always conservative, but he just got uh, very basey, if I can invent a term on the fly. He's become one of the nation's leading culture warriors, and has a string of legislative victories to prove it. Not the least of which is a six-week abortion ban, permanent gun carry, no more ESG investing, no more DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion courses and training in universities. The list goes on, and on. In fact, if I listed uh, all the accomplishments in the legislature in this past session that have to do with culture war moves. That would be the entire podcast. So let's get right to it. Let's focus on the big one, aside from the six-week abortion ban, that's going to be a major issue and could be a problem for the governor as he runs for president, the fight with Disney. To explain the law in the lawsuit, Florida attorney Frank Miller is here, 30-plus-year, highly respected Florida attorney and the resident legal expert on my morning radio show on conservative talk station, 99.9 FM. Frank does his research. He brings the facts. We'll do our Best to keep our opinion out of it. Let's get started. What is the deal with this Desantis Disney kerfluffle? Is that the uh, correct legal word there? Kerfluffle.
0: Uh, you know, I try not to say words I can't spell. You know what I mean. So kerfluffle. Starting off, it's man. a it's it's a mess.
1: But that's not a legal term. What I'd like to start with you. You've done a lot of research on this. Is the the, what's the lawsuit, uh, the back-and-forth lawsuit and the genesis of this story? There was this bill called Don't Say Gay, which really wasn't the bill in Florida that Disney's former CEO has now been fired, kind of spoke out reluctantly against. What what was that bill? That well, They misinterpreted it, too, by the way, as I understand.
0: Yeah, well, well sure. I mean, the, the bill was passed because there's been a lot of concern uh Right or wrong, depending upon where you you come from on your political perspective, but a lot of concern about what was being taught in the schools. It's not called don't say gay. It's called parental rights. Parental rights. And that's what, you know, really when you look at the text of the bill, actually, it doesn't mention, you know, gay or anything like that. It doesn't say don't say gay. It just talks about what can be instructional there at a particular age-appropriate time. Um, you know, for the students, so doesn't say gay in, in the bill, and it's called "Don't Say Gay." Don't say gay, exactly. So, you know, this is part of what happens between you know what's really going on, and then the political part of it, and how these things really kind of grow into a snowball of, of 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 problems, which has ultimately resulted in this uh, you know Walt Disney World against Ron DeSantis thing. But if you know, if you say the take that bill, and essentially it was at certain uh, grades within school, which of course, as you, you know, now, now know it's been expanded, but it was that certain, um, Age appropriate
1: discussion, and they, as I yeah. understand it, they wanted to get it more back to reading, writing, arithmetic, and give parents more of a voice in what's being taught. If they saw something that they culturally disagreed with, they could complain. It wasn't it wasn't near as jackbooted thuggish
0: as the people who opposed it said it was. It did seem, you know, as far as the language, it did seem, you know, somewhat innocuous as to certain elements of it, and you know, not. I agree with you, not to what it was blown up to be. Um, of course, on the other side of that, you had a lot of people that were against it, um, and uh, Disney, uh, you know, spoke out. I mean, uh, they have a lot of gays within the organization. Sure, and and so they spoke. They out wanted
1: and, them to say something. Yeah, and,
0: and Disney did. Uh, you know, make a couple comments, which were, you know, how you look at it, pretty innocuous in and of themselves. They basically said, "Look, we don't support the bill. We're going to do what we can to over- override it." And That's what Disney said. That's a free speech issue, correct? You would think so. Yeah, you would think so. I mean, they certainly have the right to to say that. Um, it's protected under, you know, the First Amendment. I don't remember
1: Disney Billboard slamming DeSantis or anything. It was like a couple of innocuous statements, and it was like uh, the CEO at the time, Bob Ch- Chapik, uh, just wanted to mollify his, uh, his employees, did a little bit, didn't make a big deal of it. Boom, we're in this big kerfuffle now. Uh, they, they did fire Chapic for other reasons, but the timing of it, I thought politically Ron DeSantis could have taken the victory. Then, boom, I got the, the, the CEO fired. It would be a politician telling an untruth, but that's nothing new. Boom! I got him fired. The new guy comes in, and the new guy, Iger, the one, the, the great guy that, was, that made Disney so huge, stock price wise and so forth, um, he didn't want anything to do with politics, and he said, "I hope this is a mess. I hope we can figure this out." They've never sat down
0: yet. Well, you know, and that that's an interesting element. And I don't know the actual, you know, all, all of the facts behind it, but you know, um, Iger, you know, Iger's a you know very shrewd CEO. Did a great job for decades at Disney. Uh, put together the whole Pixar element and.
1: and Streaming and streaming all that, and everything.
0: And, uh, you know, from Disney's perspective, at least what has been alleged and what they have indicated is ever since Iger came on, he's been trying to reach out to the DeSantis administration and, and have some discussion. Let's sit down and talk about this. Let's work this out. Let's let's reach some sort of compromise from Disney's perspective. And uh, Disney has indicated that they're not getting any response whatsoever, nor have they gotten a response in their attempts to do that. Now they've Again, sued. Yeah. So. Um, saying that they're being
1: retaliated for expressing their First Amendment
0: rights basically well that's what's being alleged by uh, Walt Disney World in this federal court um, you know pleading that they've they've alleged it's a five-count complaint for injunctive relief because you know what has happened of course is right after Disney made those statements um, you know it, it's common knowledge and it's out there that uh, governor DeSantis said hey they crossed the line they crossed the line they they are now end up into politics and we're going to start looking at them and they should not be treated uh, differently than other businesses throughout the state of florida at least that's what was said and so we're going to start looking at um the special taxing district you know reedy creek and we're going to see what's going on there set up
1: back in 1962 ish early 60s when disney first came to town gave them a big piece of land that they could do with what they want self-governance right basically
0: well so if, if you go back to the very beginning, it's very interesting. It was 1963, and you know Walt Disney is here in Florida, and he's looking for a place to create, you know, th- this beautiful global resort that's going to be Walt Disney World. And uh, he's in a helicopter, and they're looking out, and they see about 47 square miles of swampland um, in central Florida. And of course, when you're looking at okay, what do we, what do we do, what do we do at that point? Well, you know that sub- at some point swampland has to be converted into. You know, roo- roads and Florida sewers had and water systems. Five
1: million people, a uh, roughly population back in the early '60s. I've researched this, That's so right. I, I, and it's kind of when I moved here. That's how old I am. Um, God, Florida was a paradise back then.
0: Yeah, and certainly, you know, at that time, uh, Orange and Osceola County certainly didn't have the ability or the the money to put in the infrastructure, nor did the state of Florida for this type of, you know, uh, massive scale resort that Walt Disney was contemplating. So, um, which Really became what has happened you know throughout Florida and throughout many states across the nation. that is they create these special taxing districts and they are actually created by the state of Florida. They are legislative created and they act as um, essentially little mini governments where uh, the local government creates this special purpose taxing unit within a certain jurisdiction and they have specific geographical boundaries and they create the sewers, the water, the electricity, the security, you know, fire and EMS, parks, they can do all of these things. Um and what it does is it takes the financial burden off of the state and off of the individual counties and it puts it it's really There's kind a, of a
1: benefit to the state. Um the villages have their their own special district that's similar. They pay no state sales tax within the villages it's it's it sounds to me like a, a really huge HOA because the last HOA I lived in you know I'm getting dinged all the time for paying for the roads I say don't my taxes go to that no this is a special district HOA you got to pay for it kind of a similar but
0: way much bigger it, it it is I mean and that's how these projects get done and they're all throughout the state there's about 1800 of them I think the villages has actually created under 17 different taxing Um, And so it's, it's actually, as I look at it, it's this great partnership that exists between, you know, public and private entity that allows these projects to, you know, get created. And in fact, when, you know, when. When this was all put together, you know, Disney is down here in 63. He's looking at this land. They're starting to buy all these options on land so they can put it together, you know, rather secretively. They did it
1: slowly. Slowly. They didn't want
0: folks to know that Disney was
1: buying land in Florida. So
0: it's a great economic story and a development story. But even, you know, when the legislature did create uh, Reedy Creek Special Taxing District, I believe it was in 67, you know, they specifically said that. You know, the economic progress and well-being of the people of Florida depend upon, you know, the visitors that are going to come and the the economic benefit that this resort is going to bring. And, and gosh, the legislature was absolutely right in 1967. I mean, you know, think about it. I mean – what is Florida without Disney? Now, there's a Disney lot of-
1: put Florida on the map. For sure, no no question. $75 and- billion dollars a year to our, um, bringing tourist dollars to the area. It's not just in the Magic Kingdom and the parks, but throughout Orlando, $75 billion. I don't think there's anything else in Florida that has that much of an economic impact.
0: It, uh, no T-ish. question. And, and, you know, we talk about how many employees they employ. We talk about all the infrastructure that they've created. We talk about all the tax dollars that they bring in. But, you know, there's also, I mean, millions and millions of small businesses that feed off of Disney. I mean, you know, know, you're talking about drywallers, contractors, roofers, you know, um, anybody in the construction industry, plumbers, electricians. Plus, you talk about all the people outside of Disney. I mean, just look around. I mean, you've got outlet malls. You've got... You t-shirt know, shops, T-shirt shops, wet I and mean, wild, water it's, parks. It's sure. just you know all these individuals. Disney that brought all that in in central Florida, for sure. sure. And and that was a that was a great benefit. And, and it's kind of interesting because this tremendous partnership between the state of Florida and. Disney seemed to be going along, you know, really just fine. The,
1: the, the development district was working phenomenally, and the only reason to have broken it up to do what um, Ron DeSantis and the legislature is now doing, now state-mandated um, inspections of the monorail system, Disney had a big, great self-interest to make that monorail system run great. Uh, No reason to do it because it was going great other than political, it seems like to me, just venturing a tiny bit into politics. But the nuts and bolts of it, I think we've established what the Reedy Creek deal is. We're with Attorney Frank Miller here, and we're talking about the kerfuffle between our Governor Ron DeSantis and Walt Disney World. Um, There are some back-and-forth lawsuits going on. Can you explain What's going on with the legal side of things? Just, you know, we'll get into in the future where you think this might be going. But right now, there's uh, Disney sued DeSantis in federal court for First Amendment violations. As I understand DeSantis and the legislature re-sued him. Explain all the legalities here.
0: OK, so and, and there's a lot going on, but let's just take it kind of historically. So after uh, this kerfluffle occurred, as you as you indicated, <laughs> legal you know, term. so then. You know, the the Florida legislature all of a sudden started looking at Disney and, and specifically Reedy Creek because they know that Reedy Creek really controls a lot of what Disney does under that special taxing district. So And all of the development plans, permitting, roads, sewer, all of that. So it's an incredibly uh, powerful entity. So, you know, the legislature passed a law basically dissolving it. So they dissolved Reedy Creek, but what happened was It was very interesting historically because there really wasn't uh, anything in place as to okay, what happens now? What's going to happen with the dissolution of the special taxing district? You know, there are bonds out there that were you know uh, issued for the construction of all these all this infrastructure. What happens there? What happens with development? So I I don't want to ruin your
1: train of thought, but they what if. The state just took it over. We look at the state of our roads, uh, potholes all over the place. Anybody who's been to Disney World always goes like, man, this is, a, this is the way society should be with, you know, you feel super safe. They have their own police force. There's not a pothole in sight. Everything works. Everybody's got a smile. It's the happiest place on earth. They were doing an amazing, over-the-top, wonderful job with this. How could the state hope to improve on that? Well, yeah. Will they be in charge of doing all of that? How's it going to work? Or well, I, that's – well – Am I getting ahead of myself here? Well,
0: You know, I hate to say it, I mean, you're never ahead of yourself, right? You never, never. But no, you got a little bit ahead of yourself just for this reason, because we have to get kind of where this all progressed, if you don't mind. But because what had happened was – With really doing away with Reedy Creek, you're really left with a huge problem, just like you said, and that is, okay, who does take control of this? How does this work? Who's going to be responsible for these bonds? Who's going to be responsible for taxing? All of these things, is it going to fall on Orange and Osceola counties? So the legislature got together in special session, and so rather than really dissolve it, they're just going to change it. So essentially, they took Reedy Creek, which was a, as typical, a taxing district where the board was selected democratically by. Uh, majority of the landowners, which of course Disney was. They own about 87% of the land in there, but they changed it. And they basically said the board is no longer going to be. The legislature. Yeah, the changed. legislature changed it. Said the board is no longer going to be uh, elected by the landowners. The board is going to be hand selected by the governor. And so that's how we. Went from Reedy Creek Improvement District to Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. By the and way, you're now- doing a
1: great job when I have puppies behind me
0: fighting <laughs> the studio. Just- the, uh, are those puppies? I thought that was well, your well, stomach. You know, like yeah, no, 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 no. You're safe in here
1: with that. No, I got a brand new puppy in my little pug here, so pay no attention to what's them. It,
0: what's the puppy's name? Come on. Um, bring him up it,
1: here. I'm trying to think of his name. <laughs> He, he uh he, he i 'm changing it as we speak i 'm calling him noisy now noisy look this at is, that guy this, this is a little uh, sorry
0: half, you can 't see him but man
1: he 's a half uh, uh, half pug half french bulldog we call him chewy because he chews everything but i 'm changing his name to noisy anyway um Little slice of life there, and I might edit this out, and I might leave it in. I don't know. Um, it's uh, I don't want to throw you off, but you're doing a great job by um, not being distracted. Do you know where you work, and you pick up
0: where you left off? Yeah, sure. So, <laughs> so now what we have is a situation where we have Reedy Creek that's become this Central Florida Tourism Oversight District, and now it is controlled by, I believe, it's five appointees of Governor, you know, DeSantis, and so now. Um, They are really sort of, in in Disney's mind and in Disney's allegations, they're really targeting what Disney can do from a business standpoint. So uh, dealing with Reedy Creek, changing uh, the board on Reedy Creek, and now this issue that's going on about prior contracts entered into by Reedy Creek has led to the lawsuit that was filed just last week by uh, Walt Disney against Governor DeSantis and uh, the five board members of the Oversight District. So they also um, sued, um, you know, the board members as well. Let me ask you if this is a possibility. Let's say
1: Disney uh, had planned to build a road to build a new community on their land. And now the new guys come in and they have to get up to speed all this. Could, could this could possibly potentially screw all that up, make it more difficult. It sounds like it might make it more difficult for them to do business. And they just did announce a couple months ago they're going to put another $17 billion in park expansion over the next 10 years. And now they have to run everything through this new board that may not be nearly as up to speed and don't really have a vested interest because it's not that part of their land. They're just this government oversight board. Um, it's, it's more regulation from the state conservatives oh, used to be for less
0: regulation. Yeah. I'm not really being political, I'm just stating a fact. So, so and and that's what Disney is alleging in their lawsuit. So okay. it's a five-count in- complaint. It's 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 filed in the Northern, Northern District of Florida and essentially Disney is saying this. Um the actions of the governor uh, threatens its business operations. It jeopardizes economic its economic future and violates its constitutional rights. And this is all due to a targeted campaign of government retaliation over what Disney said about a pending legislative action. So that is that is Disney's cause of action. And what they're asking for is simply this. They want. A court to determine that um, these laws are void, they're unconstitutional as it relates to Disney, and make them unenforceable. All right, all right. And that will do it for this first episode of DeSantis versus
1: Disney on the Florida Files. A new podcast is in the can. It'll drop soon, but not probably before Governor DeSantis makes the big announcement that he's running for president. Something I brought up to him way back when he wasn't even re elected. That's how cool I am. I know President Trump might run again, but if he doesn't, I can see you making a great president. I'm not going to ask you, <laughs> but if you want to well, make you know, national you know news. We, you know the thing you guys have, and I, and I know the folks in you know, Pasco, Hernando, Citrus are, are great folks. 2022 with my re-election, we want everyone coming out in full force. That's a very important election because if I had not won in 2018, and it was a very close race, The state of Florida would be a wasteland. Anyway, I I, I play that on the radio show every chance I get. Uh, The ongoing feud will definitely be one of the issues in the campaign. And we have only told a very small part of the story of the battle between the governor and the mouse. Every day something new seems to happen. For example, I recorded the interview with Frank Miller before Disney announced they have canceled a $1 billion project in Orlando. It would have brought several more million in taxes to Florida as well as 2006 figure jobs. It's an ongoing story and this podcast will cover it all and most importantly give you the facts. Now if you got a comment, text, even audio MP3 love to hear from you, send me an email too. you ready for it? Write it down. Florida files with Mike Reeves at AOL.com. Florida files, Mike Reeves at AOL.com. See you soon next time. The Florida Files with Mike Reeves and special guest, Florida attorney Frank Miller.